1: Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Randy Draper. One of the most disturbing trends in the church today is the large number of divorces. One of the major contributors to this trend is the sin of adultery. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the series on the Ten Commandments. He will be speaking from the subject, Thou Shalt Not Commit Adultery. You'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. <laughs> First Corinthians chapter 7, verses 3 through 5. Let the
2: husband render to his wife the affection to her, and likewise also the wife to her husband. It's not talking about nobody else. You saw wives and what? That's
0: right.
2: Yeah. Verse 4. The wife does not have authority over her own body. Uh oh. But the husband does. <laughs> is, is, that, is that your Bible? Is in your, y'all haven't torn ta- it out yet, have you? <laughs> um, <laughs> and likewise the husband does not have authority over his own body amen. but the wife does amen. do not deprive one another What deprive what of what? sex amen. that's in the context of sex amen. except with consent Uh-oh, what? Consent, to consent. consent now if y'all haven't consented before you can't say don't touch me amen it get quiet now. Don't don't touch. What you mean? Don't touch you. You didn't. You didn't talk about it. You didn't agree for. You didn't tell that man you were fasting and praying.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and come to look. And he's saying, don't fast for no sixty days. <laughs> I'm still fasting. It's it's Christmas. And come together again so that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. You still pour too long, Satan get in it and can't get what you ought to be getting at home. That creates hate opportunities for folk to get other places what they're not getting at home. You mad because the rascal gone out on you, but you wouldn't give him none at home. Right, please, That's selfishness, women. You don't manipulate your husband because he did, and not give him that because he wouldn't take out the trash. <laughs> You're mad at him. You're mad at him. You know. Now, women usually have that problem because a man usually always ready. It. Really, men, they, they're the aggressors. Men, men are men. Amen. Now, I got something else to say in this. It's the book, and I'm going to take my time. Y'all listening. Listen. The practice, listen closely. The practice of celibacy that's the gift of singleness, the gift of not having to have sex. You know, you can, you don't, you don't have to have it, don't need it, and you, and God has given you that gift. Everybody don't have that gift. The practice of celibacy, that's what it is, is right for singles, right? And uh, to live living a celibate life. And also, some people are gifted with it, and others, you're to live a celibate life because God has commanded you to abstain until married. The practice of celibacy is right for singles. It is wrong for married couples. You can't wait till you get married and not say I want to be celibate. You know, I don't like this. This is nasty. It's not nasty. You know, people say that sex is beautiful. Who, who created it? Now, you know what happened? Society has perverted Sex to the point of I don't even have a description for it. Distorted it, misused it, abused it, taking it out of context, but it is a beautiful God ordained thing in the marriage union. Amen. Only. Amen. Only Amen. only only. So you can't say that, uh well, we, we're not doing that anymore. You know, I just know you can't do that because you got to understand you had a right to do that when you were single. Now, if you didn't want to do sex, then you shouldn't have gotten married because that's a part of that experience. Amen? Amen. All right. Now, men, is your time. You say, come on, Pastor. husbands. Now, your wife is not a sex machine. You cannot treat your wife any kind of way, such as being disrespectful, insensitive, selfish, and still expect guaranteed sexual satisfaction. Amen. Now okay, woman, you are business, you better talk. Amen. <laughs> you can't treat them any kind of way you say where does sex begin it begins in the kitchen you go wash some dishes <laughs> all day don't talk don't do nothing can't wash a pot can't pick up behind yourself and all you can say just give me some no wait a minute you need to have some sensitivity. You need to know how to talk to her. It, it, it make the process much better when the when when you are ministering to her and not just just lording over her and being negligent and apathetic and laxadaisical and just uh, you treating your wife like some kind of who knows what and expect her. They just say now you do this because the Bible says you're supposed to do it. Wait a minute. No, no, no. It's a balance of that. You don't don't ever do that. You don't use the Bible to your selfish ends. Now, I'm gonna say something else. Another point I want to make. Beware of lunch breaks and and phone calls from the opposite sex. It leads to adultery. Beware of what? And phone calls. You got the same person calling, your idea, tell the idea is 20 calls. Same person. One o'clock in the morning. You know, what's going on here? Right. Amen. <laughs> what, what's going on here? You start seeing signs everywhere. And and then you, and you start lying about it. <laughs> Beware of lunch breaks and phone calls from the opposite sex. That's why a whole lot gets started. Not only in the office, but just going to Olive Garden. Going out. Just going out. We just going out. Yeah, you just going out. Yeah. You going out to get in something. He said, Well, I'm not. I promise you, I'm not. Well, let me tell you something. It just doesn't look good. A married man, a woman must. Not go out alone with the opposite sex for lunch. Do you know what the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.22? Turn to it. You need to look at it. Turn to it. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.22. It says abstain from every what? what? Abstain from the appearance of what? Abstain from the appearance of evil. In other words, if it doesn't look good, you don't do it. You know, it doesn't look good, you don't do it. <laughs> you know, I used the illustration last week about my going to the movie. And y'all would saying, "We well, you know, we had a good time with that. And you were ooh and all It could have been my first cousin Faith from Louisiana came in. My wife could have had a headache. And we said, we're going to the movies together. My, my daddy's brother's daughter. He, but you don't know that. <laughs> That's my first cousin to come in town. <laughs> But it still don't look good. And he said, well, yeah, I saw another woman. You didn't know she was my first cousin. <laughs> it just, just didn't look good. just didn't look good. So I have to watch myself. Folk know me everywhere. Folk know me and won't even say they know me. Just to see if I'm who I am in another venue. You understand what I'm talking about? And let me tell you something, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all these folks all the time. Somebody's watching you, they know exactly what you're doing. And they see you, this town ain't that
0: big.
1: (laughs) Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Rander Draper. We are excited about you joining us today as Pastor Draper continues the message, Thou shalt not commit adultery. we will be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin.
2: I remember so well. I'm going to pick on her, member. she's going to bust out laughing. My wife and I, we started, oh, it was about two, three years ago. We just took a weekend break. We were just tired. We went to this um it's a hotel behind Papa Doe's. She's, she's laughing already. She's, the, oh, I'm not lying. Uh, Brianna, she, she, Brianna, she don't mind. So, they were they were coming out of Papa Do's. They had just dined, and here I come out the hotel that, I can't take the name of that hotel sitting behind it, but it was a hotel back, right behind Papa Do's. and they got a jacuzzi in that thing, and this was real nice, and all around the water and just water. <laughs> so, candle lights and stuff and then it was time for us to go and so I got my bags and I was loading my truck up and then here come Brianna and him. Pastor? <laughs> <laughs> you were not at church <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> she didn't see my wife they didn't see my wife <laughs> And after why my wife came out. I said, "Thank you, Jesus." <laughs> Didn't that happen today? I'm talking about even, and if somebody said, "Come out there, y'all," I'd have been caught red-handed on a Sunday when I when I thought they should have been at church. <laughs> but I'm using that to say to you all, somebody's watching you all the, you're right Take that that's a good add on all the time and God is watching you all the time so you, you got now you got to keep it straight you got to keep it straight that's why y'all come in here 8 o'clock in the morning y'all want somebody to tell you something so you can keep it straight Keep it straight. Tell me, so I can prevent myself from succumbing and finding myself in a situation. And once you know what Satan will rape you. He'll rape everything. He'll rape your testimony, rape your character, rape your finances, rape your family, take your family from you. Satan, when when he leaves you, you bug naked. You have nothing else to give, nothing to offer. You lost your job. You lost your integrity. You lost everything. And that's a dangerous thing. And then once he's done his job, he's through with you. You're the biggest fool on this side of Mississippi. I'm going to tell y'all something. Lord, help me. Satan will make a fool out of you. You let him, he'll make a fool out of you. He doesn't care either who you are. He doesn't care about your title. He doesn't care about your degree. He doesn't care about the White House. He don't care about the outhouse. Satan will make a fool out of you. He'll make a fool out of you. And he's doing it with believers. And we're getting duped. And you know why you're getting duped? Because nobody can tell you nothing. Hard-headed. Why is it that we just can't look at the book and say, Thou shalt not and don't do? Why is it that we got to go through all, we got to go all the way around the moon and come back? Before we start, we're going to do right. We, we need to consider this. When we're talking about extending from evil, looking forward to being with each other. I mean, you are, you know, you haven't lunched so much or you got something in common. Looking forward to being with each other. Inventing excuses to call a meet, you know, to, to give it a sense of legitimacy. Or, well, John, John, and I are going so and so because we got to study. We got this homework assignment. Uh, we got this project we're working on. Uh, we got this so and so. You got a legitimate reason, but Satan. It may have been ever so innocent, but Satan is a specialist in perverting even the innocent. You understand what I'm saying? Arranging secret meetings, going out of the way, all of that can be deadly, dangerous, and disastrous. Let me go on to another one. Listen, for you who do extensive job-related traveling, in other words, you work one place and live another, your job takes you all over the country, sometimes, for periods of time, you're living in other states and other cities, be careful on those business trips. Be careful being on TDY. What's that? Temporary? Duty, yeah, yeah. Y'all know this military time. Help me, I'm militarizing me. Uh, the, the business trips and TDYs and all of that. Um, for many, commit sin in the name of business. You in that hotel? You, you way over there in Oregon somewhere, Washington D.C. And and you, nobody's around, and everything is right, and all of a sudden. You find yourself engaged in something that you never dreamt you would find yourself in. But be sure your sins will find you out. Be sure. I'll tell you something else too. Stay away from pornography. Stay away from pornography. It's deadly, it will devastate your life physically and spiritually. And you know what? It's not just the world engaging in pornography, it's men and women. Especially men. All all ages. All colors. You got from from preachers on down. Engaging in the sin of pornography. And it leads you right down the tube. You know. Hiding stuff in your closets. Internet pornography. Pornography on certain channels. You out of town. And get that television thing. Remote. And you just go crazy. And once that stuff hook you, let me tell y'all something. You know, that stuff is addictive and it is hard as, excuse me, it is hard as hell to get yourself off that stuff. As a matter of fact, you can't do it without Christ. It's impossible to get unaddicted without Christ. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. And just because, and you'd be surprised of people who you think will be living so holy, and yet they're battling with that issue, and they're struggling with it even as we speak. There's some husband, some wife, some child. And once you get in that, it is hard to pull yourself out of such kinds of activities. And you all, that will tear your marriage up. It just destroys the fiber out of everything. It just, you find yourself doing things you never would do because your flesh gets so carried away until it's out of control. And when your flesh get out of control, it takes you on to destruction. It takes you on to destruction. And I know I'm talking to somebody in here. I'm not talking just one body. I'm talking to many under my voice. If you are in the sin of pornography, you repent, shut that, get it out of your house, get it from under the mattress, out of the closet I mean, wipe it off the internet, wherever it is, run, run get it out, that's where you start, get rid of it, get rid of it, in the name of Jesus get rid of it God don't want us to go to 1604 unholy we're going to be unholy let's stay here because a, a new building is not going to keep you holy A new is not going to keep you holy. You know, walking with the Lord will keep you holy. Learning how, the, one of the wisest things you can tell, say in your vocabulary, is no. Say no. no. Some of you scared to say no. Just say, you know what, no, I'm not going there. Tell folk no. Tell that boss no. Tell that girl no. Tell that, tell whoever no. Tell Satan no. Yeah, yeah. Tell Satan no. Watch another one. Watch your conversations. Watch your conversations. For God's sake, watch your conversations. Uh, why? Don't tell dirty jokes and neither laugh at them when you hear them. Watch your conversations and don't tell dirty jokes. And neither laugh at them. It's not funny. Look at Colossians 4.6. Some of y'all look at that, and some of y'all looking at Jerry Springer and some of that late night garbage talk show, and every second is a beep. And folk are so lewd and sensual and showing all, I mean, just glamorizing sin. And you know what? Christians looking at it. Now, how you going to walk with the law looking at Jerry Springer? Now somebody got to stand and tell me that how you gonna honestly walk with the Lord gazing at Jerry Springer show and all such shows like it that I can't call. I don't have time for that. That's why some of y'all can't reach our Bible. It's too much TV. That's why you in the shape you in. That's why you in the shape you in. Now, uh, uh, Colossians four six says, "Look, let your speech always be with what grace." Seasoned with what? <clears throat> that you may know how you ought to answer everyone, every man, whatever your translation has. Let your conversation be seasoned with salt and seasoned with grace. Watch what you talk. Don't enjoy talking uh, uh, loosely and letting yourself go. You know, and, and, and even under that, don't talk about personal matters with the opposite sex don't talk about personal matters with you'll not be telling the opposite sex everything that's going on in your house Right, right. amen yeah. you'll be talking about the opposite sex what's going on in your bedroom amen you married what's going on in your bedroom is your business why they you asking you what What you want to know that for amen, amen. won't y'all say amen, amen. you'll be talking about that don't talk, about, don't talk about that don't deceive and be dishonest with your spouse don't deceive your spouse or be dishonest you know one thing you can do is just outright lie to your spouse and they already know you're lying sometimes they just want to see how far you're going with that lie they're going with the lie just lie you know when you practice lying one lie is another lie and another lie is another lie it takes away the trust it it knocks everything. Marriage a relationship is built on trust. Marriage is built on trust. When you don't have trust you don't, you really, it's over. It's over. Trust. And when you steal the trust out of marriage, you don't even have a marriage. You don't have a marriage. Y'all just staying together. It has to be what? Trust. And When that trust is violated, You know, it takes a long time to recover, a long time to recoup. There's some healing involved there. And so what I'm saying in the name of Jesus is that you have no, I don't have any reason to lie to my wife. You know, she asked me, I'm going to tell the truth. And if I don't know, I really don't know. I really don't know. I'm going to tell her, why do I have to lie to Darlene? I ain't got nothing to lie about I ain't gonna lie to her. I'm gonna just call it what it is. And then I don't have to remember what I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta have a good memory when you lie. <laughs> you gotta remember what you said before that and what you said before that and for wait a minute. And what you know how folk? It's inconsistencies. Uh-huh. But you said this the other day, now you said this. Now which is it? Amen. You all I'm gonna stop right here. But because I don't want to choke you on all this. But you all, I am passionate about my Jesus. The Bible says you shall not commit adultery. Now you can memorize that all you want. Y'all know How many of y'all know that's been in the Ten Commandments for a long time? How many, how, how many of y'all know that's been there all along? Huh? Look, come on, raise your hand. I mean, how many of y'all? How many of y'all I mean, but you know what? It's one thing to know it. It's another thing to practice when we start to see and read of y'all could probably turn your head. I ain't doing that. But when you start getting down all the implications and all the things, all the possibilities, and how Satan can work so calmly and subtly, you find out, huh, he, he does have some points there. Because you know what? Satan hates you. He wants to destroy
1: you. And if you let him, he will. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in to malls. Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God Thank you for joining us today. And may the Lord's blessings be upon you.
0: Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn.